Well, I said something on the show yesterday that offended someone, and it, it actually prompted a couple of call-ins. So I want to start there today. Good morning, by the way. This is Shane, and 318 Radio is on the air. Okay, so I think how I'm going to handle this so that it will make the most amount of sense to the listener is I'll echo just the portion of what I said yesterday, and then I'll play the call-ins. And to be honest, it's still not going to make a lot of sense to you because the call-in is mostly uh, gibberish blabber, but uh, this is probably probably the best I can do. So here you go. So I have come to the conclusion that there is no substance on the face of this earth stronger than women's deodorant. Um, you know, I have had occasion where I've run out of my own deodorant and I don't want to stink. And, you know, just for the day until I can get to the store or whatever, I'll use my wife's deodorant. And every time I do that, I'm amazed by how strong of a chemical this is. Uh, and when I say strong, I don't mean a strong smell or that it irritates my skin or anything like that. I just mean strong as in like the way it clings to your body relentlessly. Like, so days later, I could take showers and baths and days later, I can still feel this stuff on my body. It's because it's just that strong and it will not come off. And that is not the case at all with men's deodorant. And I don't know, that's just kind of baffling to me. You would think it might be the other way around, but maybe, I don't know, maybe women have this uh, crazy strong body odor that we just don't know about as guys uh, because of the strength of their uh, deodorants. You know, there used to be this commercial, and I don't remember which brand it was. I want to say maybe Secret, but uh, they their tagline was, um, let me think about it, it was... Uh, Strong enough for a man, pH balanced for a woman, something like that. But I gotta tell you, that stuff might be pH balanced for a woman, but it's strong enough for a doggone grizzly bear. That stuff is strong. So anyway, um, I won't harp on that anymore, but I just wanted to uh, make that observation. And, and men, if you're out there, maybe you um, haven't been in this situation yet, but if you... Uh, come to this situation, just know that if you get ready to use that women's deodorant, you don't got to use it the same way you use your own deodorant. Just put a little dab on there uh, and it will last you for a very long time, longer than you want it to. And that small clip prompted not one, but two call-ins from Uncle Fred, so without further delay, here they are. Hey Shane, it's your Uncle Fred here. I just listened to you and you said that uh, that a grizzly bear would wear a woman's deodorant, and I need to call in and, and really just correct you on that, that's scientifically inaccurate, uh, because if you try to put a woman's deodorant on a grizzly bear, uh, the gorilla bear probably just gonna rip your head off and uh, feed it to her cub. So, uh, I just needed to correct you. I didn't want you to be uh, telling things out there that wasn't true. Okay. Bye bye. Hey, Shane, this is Uncle Fred here again, and uh, 
I just want to tell you that you really inspired me on that last uh, segment when you were talking about the bear uh, because uh, I was just really inspired by your stupidity and lack of knowledge about bear safety. Uh, so I think I need to do it. My next pod show is going to be about bear safety. So uh, just check that out. It'll be up in a couple of days. And uh, just uh, thank you for uh, for taking my call. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's a that's a great idea, Uncle Fred. Uh, yeah, I was just looking around the anchor dial the other day, and I was thinking, man, I'm not finding anything on here about bear safety. And, you know, there's just such a need for somebody to talk about bear safety. So, uh, yeah, I think you should do your, your pod show about bear safety. That'd be, that would be great. Uh, okay as always thank you Uncle Fred for those call-ins very very informative and I'll even overlook the name calling because they were so informative and I apologize about putting out false information about bears and women's deodorant Um, that was not my intention to offend anyone or to cause anyone to put themselves in danger. Uh, so I do want to apologize for that. Alright, so um, pretty excited about the Christmassy plans that we have tonight. Tonight we're going out to, well, we're going up to Pine Mountain, Georgia. It's about 45 minutes to an hour um, from where I live, northeast. And there's a place up there called Callaway Gardens, and every year Callaway Gardens does what they call Fantasy and Lights. And this is where you get in a trolley. It's like an open-air trolley. And you ride through the park, and they've got uh, Christmas decorations everywhere. Uh, I can't remember how many millions and trillions and billions of lights they have. They'll tell, they, they tell you every year, but... Uh, but it's pretty neat. Uh, it doesn't change really from year to year, uh, but the kids like it. Uh, the only downside, well, the downsides are that I'm going to get to experience both ends of the temperature spectrum tonight. Um, number one, anytime we decide to go do fantasy and lights, like we we picked this date like weeks ago, um, but whatever date we pick will end up being like the coldest day of the year so you're riding on this trolley you're trying to enjoy the lights but you're actually freezing to death so there's that uh so we'll just have to bundle up and bring blankets and stuff but it just it it seems to not matter how many blankets and, and layers of clothes that you wear because it's just like by the time that trolley ride is over i can't feel most of my body so there's that end of the temperature spectrum. But then there is the Christmas Village at Callaway Gardens. The Christmas Village is inside this big uh, structure. It's almost like a it's almost like a tent, but it's like a big, huge tent. And actually, they do sometimes during the summer have like a little circus that performs inside of there. So, yeah, it's, I guess you could say it's like a tent. Um, but it's huge. I mean, it's, it's not like a little tent. It's a big... Uh, big dome shaped building let's just put it that way anyway my point is 
that inside of that building they have, you know, you can see, the kids can see Santa, there's uh, people doing all kind of arts and crafts, there's um, just Christmas stuff everywhere, you can buy uh, snacks and stuff like that, but inside this dome, it's not cold, it's actually the opposite of cold. It'll be like 120 degrees inside there. So, you know, you're either outside freezing to death, or you're inside this dome with all your layers of clothes on so you can stay warm and just uh, just burning up so both ends of the temperature spectrum tonight I'm not looking forward to that part but I am looking forward to the rest of it um, it's always fun it's it's one it's a fun Christmas tradition that we do just about every year um, I can get discount tickets through my work and things like that so uh, Looking forward to going and looking at the lights tonight. Hey, Anchor. This is KT saying you're listening to 318 Radio only on Anchor. The applause master with Shane. All right, this next clip is, it's only 30 seconds long, but it's just some of the uh, ambient sounds of the trolley ride at Fantasy and Lights. I heard somebody not long ago calling for Christmas-themed interludes or Christmas-themed background music. I can't even... Oh, you know what? I know who it was. It was Jordan Taylor of Blimey Cow. Um, yeah, that, that would be awesome if we had some Christmas-themed interludes or background music or something. That'd be great. But uh, probably a little bit too late in the season now. Anyway, that has nothing to do with what I was talking about. I just thought since I was talking about Fantasy and Lights, it would have been nice to have some... Uh, some Christmas music, Christmas interlude after that, or something like that. Um, <clears throat> okay, here's a question, and it has nothing to do with fantasy and lights. This is actually something I was talking about with some friends yesterday, and um, in a way it's a sports question, but actually I think even people who don't care at all about sports might could answer it, or it might be interesting to them, or might want to think about it. Um, why is it that coaches, um, okay, let me think about this. Why is it that great players don't become great coaches? I'm trying to think of one player who was just a great player, great at their sport, and then went on to become a great coach. And I really can't think of any. Usually if you look at the coaches, they, yeah, they might have played the game as, at some level, but they were, you know, um, role players or, you know, coming off the bench or, or barely seeing the field or, or whatever. Um, it's just it's just rare, it seems like, that a great player becomes a great coach, and I wonder why that is. Um, I mean, I have my theories. I don't know if I, I probably won't answer the question myself on here. I would be interested to hear your answers, though, so...
if uh, if you have a thought as to why that is call in and let me know what you think what's good Shane it's your man the voice I think great players don't become great coaches oftentimes because to become a great player there has to be a certain level of selfishness and when you think about it most great players don't necessarily make the people around them better they're more focused on what they need to do to be great so I think that has quite a bit to do with why they don't always pan out as great coaches Jason Kidd time will tell with him I, I feel like his career was a great and a storied one and we'll see how things work as far as his coaching career is concerned uh, so far not so bad Shaman the voice sounding off you know I don't think I've heard that before uh, but that's a really good point some of the points that we were making when we were talking about this was that you know sometimes really good players they just have this natural talent they don't have to focus so hard on fundamentals and things like that so they don't know really how to teach that kind of stuff um, and I want to say it was Bo Jackson back in the the Bo Jackson 30 for 30 um, who was kind of talking about how when he was in college he really hated practice and he just felt like he didn't need it like he just like give me the ball and let me run and maybe it is it is that mentality with uh, with great players that you know they can be great on the field but not necessarily the best coaches so uh so yeah thanks for that call in and that's a really good point there <laughs> keep on doing what you're doing man um is something going around where people are offended by what's being said on here when this is the platform where you're supposed to say it but um, great job man those call-ins were epic you know what I'm saying but you that you let that be your fuel to keep doing what you're doing thanks hey thanks for that call in Ant. and uh, yeah I just have to kind of overlook Uncle Fred he uh, it's a different kind of guy so uh, anyway uh, Thanks for that call in, and I've been uh, checking out your station and, and really enjoying what you're doing over there. Very creative stuff, so y'all check him out as well, if you have not yet. Alright, well that's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank you, as always, for the claps, call-ins, and comments. Um, I appreciate it. It means a lot. As far as me, well, Wild Fantasy and Lights was a lot of fun. I think I may have got some type of sickness from it. And I don't know if it was the extreme cold weather or the big, warm building with lots of people crammed into it probably a good combination of the two but either way it's got me got me pretty good so uh, I will be back when I'm feeling better maybe tomorrow maybe the next day I'm sure it won't last too long but uh, anyway thanks for listening to this episode and uh, keep those uh, 
keep those call-ins and stuff coming. I'll definitely put them on the next episode if you want to if you want to chime in on anything that you heard. All right, I'm out. Thanks for listening. God bless. Thank you.